Welcome to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Bree Brown, a business mindset coach, entrepreneur, and a top competitor in a male-dominated industry. I'm a native Texan, the youngest of all brothers, and a lettuce-hating, wine-loving, curses-like-a-sailor recovering perfectionist. I've spent over a decade building my commission-based career, and my life's purpose is helping other women achieve the same multi-six-figure success I achieved before I was 25. I have a passion for helping women with mindset, money, and manifestation skills to help every young woman realize her full potential. If you're looking for vulnerable conversations, professional development, inspiration, or even a kick in the ass to get you motivated, you have come to the right place. Thanks for checking out the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Now let's jump right in to today's topic. Hello, everyone. Today, I want to talk about overwhelm. Is your overwhelm keeping you from manifesting? It has been a really chaotic week for a lot of us, and so I thought this message would be extremely relevant now more than ever. And y'all know I say this a lot, but manifestation happens because of the way you live your life. It's your identity, your lifestyle, everything that you do, and every decision that you make, every feeling you have, It's all causing a manifestation. So if you've been listening in, you've probably already heard me get up on my soapbox like, I don't know, a thousand times. And if it's your first episode, welcome. But I do say this a lot. Manifestation doesn't happen as a result of one moment. It is the result of how mentally healthy you are, how healthy your relationships are, your physical health, your hobbies, I mean, everything. And this is why I dive into so many life topics. Manifestation does not happen in the five minutes a day you dedicate to visualization or gratitude or your yoga session or whatever that is. It happens in the moments and in the thoughts you have while you're just living your fucking life all the time. And so while those things are great, I want you to be doing those things. They're extremely healthy. It's about consistency and how you are for a majority of your day. So if you're struggling to manifest, I want you to think about how you feel every day. Think about the way in which you are living your life. Are you generally stressed, happy, angry, carefree, worried, anxious, elated, overwhelmed? I mean, all of those things. What are you feeling? What do you feel at work? What do you feel at home? What do you feel in your relationships with friends, with family, whatever? Because whatever you're constantly feeling That is what you are manifesting. So if you're frustrated or overwhelmed or whatever, majority of the time, that is the frequency that you're set to, and that is what you're going to manifest more of. So that's why I really wanted to talk about this topic today, because I feel like a lot of us have a tendency to fall into that overwhelm, because it is easy to fall into a cycle of stress, anxiety, and ultimately burnout. And y'all, I have a fucking confession to make. I talked about this last week, but I want to bring it up again. We all get here, and I was not living my best life for manifestation a few weeks ago. 
As I mentioned, I was visiting family in California, and I made consistent visits to the beach because we're nearby, I could walk there, and that is a treat that I don't normally get living in Austin, and so I wanted to take advantage of that. And while I was there, I was relaxed, I was having a great time, I was making personal growth a daily habit, so while I was there, I mean, I was listening to my audiobooks, my podcasts, I read a couple books that I've actually been waiting to finish for a really long time. I'm one of those people where, like, I love to to listen to my audiobooks. I mean, hello, I'm doing a podcast, obviously, I love, like, the audio side. But when it comes to, like, reading self-help books, it always takes me months to get through. So I've really just settled on the fact that the books that I really want to digest, I need to just get the audiobook version of it. But I still have, like, probably 20 hard copies of books I need to get through in, like, the self-help world that, because, again, I just love these things. But they do take me a little bit longer because it's kind of that thought process of, like, the thing you need You love it once you start doing it, but like finding the time or getting yourself in that place to actually focus and do it is a whole nother thing. (laughs) Hopefully you guys know what I'm saying here. And so I was journaling, meditating. I mean, I was doing all the things that I want to build habits around and I was feeling really good. I was feeling connected. I felt like I was revitalizing that connection with my intuition and the universe. And I was just really proud of the habits that I was forming. So we headed home, and the second my foot stepped off that plane, I allowed my overwhelm to consume me. And all of a sudden, I found that I was lost in what I needed to do that week, and all I could think about was like, well, I don't have a podcast ready to go, I need to get my social media blasts out in advance, I need to brainstorm some blog ideas, I have unread emails to get to, I need to unpack, I need to reach out to touch base with clients, I need to take my car in, I need to, you know, dot, 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 fill in the blank. I need to whatever. And I feel like we all do this a lot, right? We'll be at nighttime trying to unwind, relax, whatever. And we start thinking about all the to-dos that we have the next day or the week or the month. And you start putting all of these rocks in your backpack that you then carry with you into the next day and, and carrying that energy around with you until those things get addressed. So within seconds of getting home, and I say getting home is when I got off the plane, I had already forgotten how to live in that relaxed state of oneness with my intuition that I'd really connected to while I was away. And I know that sounds like really woo-woo or spiritual or whatever, but I have always really struggled to regain that connection with my intuition. And I had that label of someone that had disconnected from spirituality and struggled to, you know, touch base with my femininity. And I think I've talked about this before. So it was a really nice time for me to embrace that side and get to know what it could really feel like to connect and just be in the moment and be present. But when I'd got home, I'd immediately already allowed my ego to take over. And I, quote unquote, needed to do so many fucking things that I was already forgetting how to just be, how to connect with that oneness. And I know better because I have actually been spending the past few months taking Eckhart Tolle's courses on oneness and connection. And I have been working to implement this presence or the state of being into my life and building habits around that. And apparently, I mean, I had a momentary lapse and just fell into old habits. I mean, we all do this. That's why you need someone to hold you accountable. And, you know, we're not perfect beings. So I want to be kind to myself and realize that these things happen. It's a learning process. Even the best of us are going to fall into these old habits. So I found myself in this disconnection, this busyness, this overwhelm, and I already started manifesting little things that were going wrong here and there. 
And thankfully, I was actually quite literally hit by a trash can on a walk with Luna, <laughs> which it's a whole long story. But anyway, she freaked out. I inevitably had this wrestling match with this trash can, which just like crippled my foot because of course I was wearing sandals and not shoes. And I had to call Evan to come get me in the neighborhood because I couldn't walk home. And so I get home, I ice, I was icing my foot and after that, I was like, okay, I need to get Epsom salt bath. I hear that's good for sprains and whatever else. I didn't know what was going on. And of course, I'm already having that negative reaction because I was still in that energy of just frustration and disconnect and and needing to do things and things not necessarily going the way I wanted them to. And so I decided to draw myself a bath with the Epsom salt. And I paused for a moment and I, I that's when I had that epiphany of like, oh, fuck, this is what I've been doing. I totally allowed myself to go back into that old habit and I had that beautiful moment of awareness. And I was actually proud of myself because I was like, okay, first of all, you know, pat on the back for noticing, you know, forgive myself for my actions. And then I started to just feel more grounded as my gut was telling me that, you know what, use this time to relax, use this time to connect and just reset yourself a bit. So instead of finishing up what I was doing in the bathtub with my foot and just running back into the office or studio and checking something off my to-do list and allowing my ego to tell me what to do, instead, I decided to use that moment and do what my gut was telling me to do. I grabbed some candles, I grabbed some incense, I got my favorite chunk of amethyst that I love, and I even pulled my angel cards off of my shelf. And a beautiful soul and dear friend of mine actually gifted this this card set for me on my birthday, and I hadn't quite spent much time with them yet. And if you're not familiar with angel cards, these beautiful cards each represent either a theme or maybe a lesson to be learned, and they're a lot like tarot cards. However, it uses archangels, so if you don't like the idea of tarot or if you have some beliefs around their meaning or if you're not if you're just not quite comfortable with them, consider angel cards instead. Personally, I use them both. As many of you know, I'm not religious, but I think that all could provide some beautiful insight or perspective and potentially a intuitive message to be gained. So I began shuffling and I was like, all right, intuition, let's reconnect. I will meditate on whatever card comes out. Whatever card comes out must be the message that I'm needing to receive from whatever, you know, source, angels, God, you know, you get the, you catch my drift. If you've been listening long enough, you know, I mean, any and everything. And the universe fucking delivered. As I shuffled, card number 18 jumped out at me and it was Archangel Haniel. And I just fucking love the universe's synchronicities. And again, I'm someone completely new to this angel card deck. I haven't quite worked with it before. And so I grabbed my little booklet of meanings that comes with it. And I had to read up on the description because I really wanted to digest what it was that I was going to be, you know, thinking about or contemplating about during this bath. And the beautiful message that that card had for me was it was all about guiding you and connecting you with your intuition and spiritual connection. So for me, it served as a reminder that you are source and you are always connected, even when you do not feel that you are. And so as I read about the card, it was clear to me that this was just a friendly reminder to connect and just reassess my old habits that had returned. And it was also a reminder for me that my intuition is a part of me and I can't lose it. I just need to recognize that it is there and be present with it. So after this gentle reminder, you know, I paused and I looked at the internal quote unquote shit I needed to do list and I took about 90% off of my plate. 
I noticed what I was doing. I noticed that I was putting myself into this really unnecessary place of overwhelm. Like half, if not more, on that list was shit I didn't really need to do. No one's going to care if I write 15 episodes in one weekend or one episode in a weekend. Or no one's going to give a shit if I don't post for a couple of days on Instagram. Like I know they always say like, oh, you need to be posting to Instagram every day if you want to grow your following. I don't give a fuck. People will come in time. And I don't need to stress myself out and give in to that overwhelm just because someone is telling me what I need to be doing to be successful. So I looked at what was left on my plate and I was like, okay, what feels good? What feels light? What feels connected with that feeling that I've cultivated on the beach? And as a result, I mean, I decided not to post to Instagram for a week or actually a little bit longer. (laughs) I took a break from my coaching certifications. I let myself unwind. I let go. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to have a movie night. I'm going to hang out, grab a glass of wine, like whatever. I'm just going to have a night for me and I'm going to relax. And movie nights are like one of my favorite things to do. And I get legit about this. Like I have a popcorn maker, the stir crazy. I hand make my own popcorn. I use ghee with it. And then I like put all my little spices on it because I love to just really artsy with this popcorn. It's like the only thing that I'm actually good at cooking. <laughs> and so I get out of the bath. I, I pick out a great movie. I get comfortable. I have my pop, my artisan popcorn, if you will, made. And I have a glass of wine. And the universe in that moment was just like, great. That's the fucking frequency. And I had this fantastic moment of inspired action where I was just, I had to pause Netflix. I was probably five or 10 minutes into the movie, just like loving what I'm doing, totally relaxed. Luna's all in my lap, which like made me not want to get up because she's so fucking cute when she's in my lap. And so I, again, I paused the movie, I grabbed my laptop and I just wrote an entire really lengthy podcast episode in one sitting and in like record time. Usually it'll take me like an hour or two to write an episode. And I just like, I don't know what was going on. My fingers were just like completely flying off the keyboard. It took like 30 minutes to write the episode. And actually, if you're a big fan of Elizabeth Gilbert, she calls this big magic, I believe. I'll put that in the show notes as well. And so I just totally felt in frequency. And I was just like writing outside of myself. I had this, I got on frequency. And then all of a sudden, I just like had this download. And I was like, I need to put this on paper immediately. And so that's what I was doing. And I let go of the stress and the fucking overwhelm that were just blocking me, and I manifested exactly what I didn't even know I needed. And I just needed a moment where I was connected and things were just easy for me. And it's funny because the second you let go and you just allow things to be easy for you, it happens. And you have that moment of creativity where it's just given to you and it's like, oh, perfect. Now you're in frequency. Here's what it is that you needed. Or here's that idea that you've been waiting for. And I share this story with you as a gentle reminder, because again, it has been a chaotic few months, actually more like a year or a few years, whatever you want to call it. So I hope you can learn from my struggles and my overwhelm because I think it was Cindy Villanueva that said this in her podcast interview, but The wisest people learn from the mistakes of others. So learn from my fucking mistake and don't let overwhelm drive you. You do not have to have it together all of the time. If you're feeling overwhelmed, stop and reflect on what is really important. What feels light and expansive and what is calling you right now in this moment? And don't get me wrong. Most of society tells us that money is the key to everything. Success, happiness, power. 
livelihood, whatever. And for many of us, this means that society and money has taught us that relaxation and downtime is laziness because it is not productive. And I'm here to tell you, fuck that. Productivity does not make up your self-worth. Your value is not directly tied to when your ass is in that seat and working. We can be badass women who run the fucking world and we can boldly take the time to relax, check out, conduct some self-love and do nothing. And that is just as valuable as doing something. Or as the Italians say, dolce far niente, the sweetness of doing nothing. So you can be a badass that is killing it 50, 60, 70% of the time, I don't care, and still allow yourself that 30, 40, 50% of the time, whatever that is for you, to relax and rejuvenate. And it's hard because we're taught not to. It can be a challenge to change your behavior if you have been living that Wall Street lifestyle with no work boundaries. Working 24-7, checking emails at all hours of the day and night, working on weekends, never saying no. Maybe that's you. I know it was me. Many of us, especially younger women, are so eager to prove ourselves to the world that we don't have any sense of boundaries with work or any sense of balance. And we convince ourselves that we will we'll rest once we've become successful. But will we? I challenge you if you have that belief. To manifest the life you want, you have to act as if before you get there. And if you can't relax and enjoy life now, you're not going to when you become successful either. Because the habits you develop now will continue regardless of your success. And that's why so many people can reach that peak of success and still not feel satiated or still aren't able to enjoy the things that they've been able to give themselves as a result. And I don't know about you, but I want to be the type of person that can appreciate the things that I've done for myself and can take the time to relax and enjoy them with family and friends and whoever's in my life and take a moment to just appreciate that and indulge in the things that I'm trying to work for. So take a moment to reflect on your lifestyle. What adjectives would you use to describe your overall life? And you can use this in several different ways. You know, talk about how does your year feel, your month, your week, your day, your hour? How do, what are the adjectives that you're using and what's showing up most consistently? Because that's the frequency that you're on. And I remember lying to myself years ago and saying, I just don't know how people don't always just go, go, go. I love the energy of always having something to do to motivate me. But no, I was lying to myself and I didn't even realize it. And I hope if you are one of those people, you're now realizing it. That was a toxic belief that I had. And subconsciously, the truth was that if I slowed down and found the time to sit with myself, I would have been forced to take a good hard look at my life, my emotions, my relationships. And at that point in my life, I just wasn't fucking ready to do that. That was a lot to unpack. And I just didn't have the emotional tools yet to deal with that. So before I knew any better, I thought busyness was a badge of honor to be worn and bragged about. Oh, you stayed at the office until eight? Well, I was here until nine. Oh, you took off on Friday? I worked all weekend. This isn't healthy, but it was the belief that I'd held 
because of what society had taught me, what my dad had taught me about hard work and proving yourself. And this worked just fine for my dad because he would leave the office and couldn't be reached via a mini computer in his pocket. So it's no wonder so many of us now struggle with this burnout and this anxiety because we're always on and work has tried to eliminate boundaries. And now that we have these little mini computers called cell phones in our pockets, we're always expected to respond and be available. And that's not okay. So as I sat in that bathtub after quite literally taking a beating by a trash can, <laughs> I was disappointed in myself and I was just thinking about, you know, I didn't post to Instagram this week and that's no way to scale your business. And I had this wonderful moment where I was rewind, rewinded. Actually, I guess that works too. But I was reminded of self-love and connection. So my message for you is this. If you're hustling, 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 go, 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 busy, 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 trying to fucking make it, stop. Let go and get in flow. Don't work against the current. Work with it. I don't care if you're an entrepreneur, lawyer, fashion designer, data scientist, doctor, whatever. If you are working from overwhelm, you are more than likely manifesting a harder reality for yourself. Yes, you can still be successful with a I will overwork myself to success mentality, but you're going to suffer so much more by doing it that way. And you're going to be exhausted when you get there. And I don't fucking want that for you. Not a damn minute. Women deserve all the success that we want. And we can get it easily. I don't care what society has told us. We can get it easily. So let go of that belief that to be successful, you have to outwork everyone else. This isn't true. Yes, manifestation and success requires action, but the biggest component and the most important component is your mindset. Work smarter, not harder, or as I like to say, work from your intuition, not from your ego. If something doesn't feel right, if it doesn't feel like your attention should be on this, but maybe this other thing, follow that. That is going to guide you down the path of least resistance toward your success. Make life easier on yourself, fuck the overwhelm, and list what actually matters this week. And ask yourself these questions. What idea or to-do gets you most excited? What can wait? What is not critical? What lights your fire? And, by the way, these don't have to be about work. It can be about anything. And then once you've put some shit on that chopping block, decide what you will do to bring joy into your day. What will you do to slow down and focus on you so that you can bring about that feeling and that connection and get on that frequency? That is all I have for you guys today. Thanks for checking in with me. Again, fuck the overwhelm. Write down that to-do list. Take 90% of it off. Focus on what's important. And then get on that frequency and make the time for it. Have a phenomenal rest of your week. Please share what you guys are achieving and what you're doing. I love to hear about this in my messages. Best place to contact me is on Instagram or in my email, which is hello at themodernmanifestation.com. And again, if you do leave a review of this podcast, please take a screenshot of it and email it to me at hello at themodernmanifestation.com, and I will in turn send you my seven weekly tips to create space for abundance. It's a great little boost of inspiration for you to just constantly make sure that you're living a life that is manifesting for you. Have an awesome rest of your week, and I will catch y'all next Monday. 
Thank you all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes. As always, we would love it if you would share this episode with friends and family who could use the inspiration. As a new podcast show, we would really appreciate your honest feedback so I know what you like and what you could use more of. As a thank you for leaving us a rating, we will send you our seven weekly tips to create space for abundance. Make sure you screenshot your review and email it to us at hello at the T-H-E modernmanifestation.com so we can send them straight to your inbox. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Modern Manifestation, or you can head to our website at themodernmanifestation.com. Thanks again for joining me, and I will catch y'all in the next episode.